are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What's good? It's your girl, Janon, right here on TKO. As always, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game, and where they are now. Okay, here we are again. How's it going, everybody? I mean, every single time I come to the studio and I tell you guys, man, today I just feel so good and it's just so good to be here today and blah, blah, blah. And today, you know, when I actually say that, I really mean it because if you're listening to this right now and you're a student, especially a university student, you already know that it's midterm season and everybody's just so busy studying, studying, studying. And, you know, it's just so good to be here as a study break. And I just truly, I purely enjoy doing this. So again, I'm just so happy to be here today. So today we have a lot of things to talk about. You know, you ha- we have a lot of um, headliners to talk about. Not so much fights. We don't have a lot of fights uh, to break down, except for the fight between Donald Cowboy Cerrone and Darren Till, which is supposed to be happening this Saturday night as part of UFC Fight Night. So we only have that fight to break down. But besides that, we have so many other topics to talk about. So many general topics, but they're MMA slash combat sports related. So I cannot wait to start talking about those. And I just, okay, so ever since the past uh, few episodes, as you guys might recall, we've been giving you guys some daily dose of motivation. And, um, you know, ever since I started doing that, I just really enjoyed it. So I just really want to keep that part of part of the schedule as for every episode. So today, I <laughs> again, I have another daily dose of motivation for you. So especially I know, just like I said, if you're a student and you're listening to this right now, well, you know, you might be stressed out and you just, you know, you're really anxious and nervous for your midterm, for your exams. And I just want to tell you this, you know, you've already put in the work and um, I know it's just the anticipation that is just really killing and you just want to get it over with. But all I have to say for you is that, okay, just imagine that you're a fighter. I mean, this is no different than, than actual fighting, except it's just like, it's just logical fighting and you're fighting with your um, pen and pencil and um, you're fighting with the Scantron and the and the test booklet. It, I mean, it's no different than actual fighting. So all I have to say to you is that, you know, you've, you've already put in the work, you've already done the the hard part which is all the all the training you could say and the the fight cam air quote fight cam you've already done done the work you've already done the hard work so all you have to do is to just stay calm and just be yourself be confident in yourself and just go out there and get it man so also i want to say this so there's this um, former heavy heavyweight boxing champion. His name is um, Shannon the Cannon Briggs. 
And um, as of recently, he's been doing so many cool and um, inspirational Instagram videos. And one thing that he always says in his um, Instagram short videos is, let's go champ. And he keeps saying that to himself and to his fans and to pretty much everybody. And as a fan, when you hear that, you just get so motivated yourself. So all I have to say to you guys is, let's go champ. Let's go champ. Okay, yeah, we got this champ can just go out there and get it we're gonna demolish demolish we're gonna kill it we're gonna ace it we're gonna ace that midterm we're gonna ace them exams man so <laughs> there's your daily dose of motivation okay um i feel like for the okay so the song that i have uh, lined up for today i feel like it would, be, it would actually be proper to play it right now because it actually relates to that uh, motivation thing that i just talked about so i'm just gonna go ahead and play it so what are we waiting for here it is I don't know if you actually know this song or not, but this is called Going the Distance. 
Um, it's actually from, it's a song from the Rocky soundtrack. So I play that because I don't know if you've actually watched the movie or not, but usually when they play this song in either one of the Rocky movies, in any, any Rocky movie, if you hear this song, it's usually the time that say Rocky or someone else um, has been in a fight and it's towards the end of the fight and even though Rocky may or may not win the fight it, this is a song that they play because you know in the end all 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 evil you could say all the hard hardness and toughness has been conquered and uh, you know you're just so victorious um, no matter what so again I play this because again it just resonates with the whole um, exam and the struggles that the students are going through so it, again if you're a student and you're listening to this right now just um just reflect on how this song was and you know how in the beginning it was so you could say ominous and um so kind of uh kind of gloomy and kind of all the all the tough forces were acting on you but then towards the end it's like you unleash the beast and all, all toughness is conquered and everything is all good in the end. So, yeah, man, let's go, champ. Let's go go out and get it. Okay, so um, that was a bit, uh, you know, that was quite long for, for Daily Dose of Motivation. But I really, I, I hope when you actually listen to that and you listen to all the things that I said in the song, I hope that you're more motivated than ever and you're just ready to just go out and conquer the entire world. So, yeah, there you have that. Anyway, coming back to what we have lined up for today. So, guys, okay, I know last week I said that there there aren't a lot of um, exciting fight cards coming up over the weekend. Well, it actually turns out, uh, you know, there weren't there weren't a lot of mainstream fight cards coming up, but there were a lot of. Um, Fight cards overall happening over the weekend, including the Legacy Fighting Championships. They had their card on Friday night, and uh, there were so many boxing matches. Showtime Boxing had their um, championship uh, fights lineup on Saturday night, and uh, Fight Nights Global, which is an organization... Um, a Russian organization, Russian MMA organization. They also had their events, and uh, there was so many uh, fight cards going on around the world. But I, I personally didn't know about them, and I was just doing some um, surfing, surfing on the web, and I actually just came across them. And I didn't really get to watch all of them, but the only one that I think we will have time to talk about today is the Legacy Fighting Championship one. So that one. Uh, it, it, just like I said, it's an Legacy Fighting Championship is a MMA organization in in the U.S. Obviously, and um, a lot of the modern day f and well known fighters that you see today fighting in the UFC or Bellator or some other mainstream um, MMA organizations, they uh, some of them I'm not gonna say all of them, but some of them uh, came from Legacy Fighting Championships, including Holly Holm, say the former. Um, female bantamweight champion at the UFC. She came from there, and so many other other fighters that I can't quite recall their names at the moment. So it's a, it's a quite mm, interesting um, MMA organization. They have a lot of talents in their in their weight divisions, and they keep matching them up against each other. And as of recently, one of their uh, you could say one of their most well known and um, biggest talents in, in their entire organization 
is Mackenzie Dern, who actually fought on Friday night. So Mackenzie Dern, she is actually a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And before she started her MMA career, her MMA professional career, she had been um, a professional grappler. So she'd been competing in um, various, various um, jiu-jitsu um, competitions around the world. And she's one of the m- one of the most well-known female grapplers um, in the world. And her father, too, um he he he's also a very 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 well known um, jiu-jitsu practitioner and so you know she's just following up the following in the footsteps of her father Mackenzie Dern and so she fights at usually fights at 115 but this time on Friday night she fought at 125 pounds and um this is actually um she has she doesn't have a lot of MMA background she doesn't have a lot of fights um in her in her professional career but uh, as a, you know, every single fight that she's had, she's been doing so great, and um, it's like okay, she d- she hasn't had a lot of striking experience or boxing uh, experience, but she's doing phenomenal. Okay, she's doing pretty great, and um, so on Friday night, sh- the performance that she put on. You know, everybody, everybody say uh, before that, everybody was saying, you know, Mackenzie Dern is, is a good, she's a good fighter. She's an all right fighter, but her Brazilian jiu-jitsu is what distinguishes her from everybody else in the entire field of, fe- you know, female MMA, you could say. But on Friday night, we actually saw that, no, Mackenzie Dern has actually matured into a good and um, well-taught MMA fighter. So on Friday night, she fought her opponent, and um, the way that she actually came on top in that fight was through strikes. So she just went out there, guns blazing. She threw so many punches, and the punches that she threw, they were really, really well thought out. They were, um, you know, uh, talking about a physics point of view she kept twerking her body around in a way so that the 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 hooks that she was throwing left and right there were just um you know she gave them some extra power because of that torque okay and so because of that uh, her punches were actually effective and uh, they were being horribly absorbed by her opponent and her opponent actually if you looked at if you looked at her opponent during the weigh-ins she looked so jacked and um you know you would just by looking at her physique, you can you can just say, okay, no, her opponent, Mackenzie Dern's opponent, is definitely gonna beat her up. But no, in this case, because because of the way Mackenzie Dern fought and the game plan that she had, the way she was throwing those punches, she was successful that night, and um, she was able to knock. Actually, no. Okay, so the punch that she threw, she was able to shock her opponent so her opponent actually absorbed the absorbed the punch and she went down she was knocked down and then Mackenzie took that opportunity and went for a rear naked choke which is obviously what what she's um, really good at <laughs> all the jiu-jitsu that in the world that I can think of she's super super good at so she went for a rear naked choke and through that her opponent just tapped and another victory for Mackenzie Dern good job good job to her I mean I feel like she's the next Ronda Rousey I feel like Mackenzie Dern is going to be the next Ronda Rousey and um okay um it's like even though she she's not 
starting straight up from the UFC, I feel like the UFC will will eventually sign her into a, into a contract and she will fight for the UFC and she will eventually get the UFC belt for herself. If she's fighting at, say, 125 pounds or sh if she's fighting at 115 pounds. However, I'm not sure about the 115 pounds because as long as Ioana Young Jacek at the UFC is, is a 150-pound champion, you know, she's going to have a hard time fighting her and getting the belt. Mackenzie, Mackenzie Dern is going to be having a hard time doing that if, if Ioana Young Jacek is around and Mackenzie Dern is fighting at 115 pounds. However... If Mackenzie Dern comes to the UFC and she's able to fight and she's able to uh, dominate over people in the 125 pound division, then things are going to be so much in favor of her. And especially because in um, in uh, women's MMA, um, especially in the UFC, the 125 division is just um, starting out and we haven't really had a lot of fights uh, for women in the 125 pound division so if Mackenzie Dern actually does get signed into the UFC and she fights at 125 pounds then she has a really really high chance to become the champion at that weight division but again we just have to wait and see uh, what the UFC uh, matchmakers and the uh, the brain the, the big brains at the UFC are going to do what Dana White the president of the UFC is going to do. I mean, okay, just like I said, Mackenzie Dern will be the next Ronda Rousey because think about it. Where did Ronda Rousey get started from? She was also a grappler, but she was um, a judoka. And uh, I mean, it, it's kind of different, but it's still the same. I mean, if you have, if you're that good in, um, in grappling and you're just so well known in grappling and then you have a few fights um, in your professional career and you show that okay no not only can I actually grapple with my opponents I can actually do phenomenal striking with them and I'm um, completely dominated over them then that will definitely show whoever is um, the promoter who whoever the promoter is and whoever is making those um, uh, matchmaking decisions they will pr actually get into thinking and will actually consider you not just for a contract but but for bigger things such as uh, the championship belt so I would say Mackenzie Dern has a bright bright future ahead of her and just um, good good job to her first of all for the fight for the phenomenal performance that she put on on Friday night and also you know I don't want to talk down to her opponent who was um, actually submitted on Friday night but also good job to her because just like I said Mackenzie Dern is somebody to just watch out for and it's um, even though she she was defeated by Mackenzie Dern, but you know she can definitely get back up. Okay, okay. Moving on. So another headline that I want to talk about is Chris Cyborg versus Holly Holm. So Chris Cyborg, as you guys might recall, she recently, well, not so recently, but a few months back, she was able to fight um, Tanya Evinger and. Um, she got the 145 pound belt at the UFC for herself and she we all know how hard she was working to get that belt for herself and um we all we also know that Cyborg Chris Cyborg is also one of those people who is just so talented but the organization the UFC simply doesn't spend 
enough time promoting her and promoting her fights and i honestly don't know why they keep doing this and they keep focusing on um other stars such as conor mcgregor and um some of even they even pay more attention to ronda rousey who hasn't even fought in a year and uh, has even thought about just quitting and they keep they 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 promote Ronda Rousey more than they promote their 145 champion, Chris Cyborg. And it just makes no sense to me. And um, so Chris Cyborg has, she's obviously so mad about this. And um, ever since she last fought Tanya Evinger and she got the belt for herself, well, she she's just so thirsty for another fight to defend her belt and she just wants to keep proving herself to the organization so that they actually take the time to talk about her promote her and just you know give her more money and give her more opportunities and so because of that chris cyborg has actually spoken out and she's saying that she wants to fight holly holm who uh, as you guys might recall she was the first person to defeat ronda rousey at bantamweight in the ufc and she for a brief time holly holm became the ufc female um, bantamweight champion of the world however she herself was defeated she was defeated three times in a row and then finally her last fight actually she was finally able to make a comeback and um just get a win for herself and um holly holm actually one of the very first fights that women in in um, the ufc had in the 145 pound division it was um holly holm against her opponent jermaine duraname however <laughs> okay i just feel like i'm going and going and you guys might get confused but just try, try to keep up with me i know it's kind of confusing but i feel like you have to talk about all these names because otherwise you're gonna get more confused anyway so Holly Holm, okay, she fought at Bantamweight. She became the champion. She lost her championship belt at Bantamweight. And then she fought at Featherweight, 145 pounds. However, she was unable to get the belt for herself again. And then, okay, a few fights after, Chris Cyborg gets the Featherweight belt, gets the 145 belt. And now Chris Cyborg is saying, okay, Holly, I know you fought in the 145 division before, but again, I'm giving you a chance to fight me so that I can beat you up, <laughs> pretty much. And then, so, th the talks have been going on for so many months, and no action has been has been taken by either the UFC or either either one of the camps, the fighter camps. However, the fighters are actually just going at each other on social media. And Chris Cyborg, she's been tested many times by the United States Anti-Doping Agency. And usually when you get tested that many times, it means that, well, you, you might be considered for a fight soon, okay? And they're just taking precautions so that when you actually do um, have an official fight coming up, then everything is just good to go. So Cyborg has been tested so many times. And Cyborg is just coming out saying, Holly, okay, I'm getting tested out so many times. How about you? Why don't you uh, actually talk about the testings that are being done to you? And why don't you just um, talk about this fight that we're going to have? And Holly Holm has actually come out and she is 
you know, pretty much snapping back at Chris Cyborg saying, hey, Cyborg, I'm not like you. I, I don't brag about the testings that are being done to me. Everybody knows that you're a cheater, blah, 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 that you've been caught cheating, you know, using steroids, blah, blah, blah it, which she she you know, this is a misinformation because Chris Cyborg. Yes, way many, many years back, Cyborg was actually caught because she violated some um, some rules and uh, she tested positive for a few substances. But that was so many years back. And recently she actually there was another controversy saying that Chris Cyborg, um, she, she again, she tested positive for a few substances. But that was a that was a false call. And um, th it was only because she was going through some hormonal therapy stuff and sh the substance, the medicine that she was taking it was um giving the the people who were testing her some uh, wrong results and so holly Holm is actually taking advantage of this information and she's saying that cyborg is a cheater and cyborg has come out you know okay so they're, they're just going back back and forth back and forth between each other and um you know, man, okay, I just wish that these two people actually get to fight each other because they're two of the best female MMA fighters at, at the moment. And, and Cyborg, I mean, you guys already know, I, I don't want to be biased. I don't want to sound biased, but I'm one of Chris Cyborg's biggest fans in this entire world. And um, I just really hope that Cyborg gets the recognition that she deserves. And um, I also hope that Holly Holm... The way, okay, this is my own personal opinion. The way that Holly Holm um, snapped back at Cyborg just it shows that she's actually kind of um, um, intimidated by Chris Cyborg because of the way that she snapped at her. So it, it kind of shows like a sort of mental weakness, you could say. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a, I'm a, I would consider myself a Chris Cyborg fan. And maybe that's why I said this whole this whole thing play out the way it is being played out. But again, all I hope is that I hope these people, these two guys actually put the talks aside and actually get into the cage and fight another. And I, I really hope that the UFC matchmakers actually make their fight, make these two people's fight official because the talks have been going on for so many months and come on let's just just let them fight each other man okay okay i'm just looking at the clock okay so i'm just gonna briefly briefly really super quick break down the fight between cowboy cerrone double donald cowboy cerrone and darren till so darren till and donald cowboy cerrone are supposed to fight each other this saturday night um for you as part of ufc fight night so this is a pretty, pretty interesting fight because both Cowboy Cerrone and Darren Till, they're so similar to each other in terms of their their skills and um, their talents. However, as of recently, we've seen Donald Cowboy Cerrone just uh, be so much more successful with his fights. And maybe that's why we've, we just kind of favor Donald Cowboy Cerrone in a way because we, you know, he's American and, and we see him so many. He, he, we've seen him recently fight so many more times than Darren Tell. Maybe that's why we think that Cowboy Cerrone has had better performances as of recently. But if you're just looking at their stats, their, their professional stats, Actually, 
um, Darren Till is uh, better in some aspects that Donald Cowboy Cerrone isn't. And by some of those things, I mean um, Darren Till has a better takedown defense and um, he's actually able to uh, duck away from the punches that are coming towards him. But Donald Cowboy Cerrone, the, 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 the rate, you could say, the rate of the times that he has absorbed punches in his head is just so much higher than Darren Till's. And, you know, that's not necessarily a good thing. And uh, but at the same time, that shows you that Donald Cowboy Cerrone could potentially have a tough chin. And also Donald Cowboy Cerrone, uh, especially if you've looked at his past few fights, his um, punching, his striking accuracy has been um, getting so much better and he's um, getting improvement in that sense. So, um, you know, that's that's pretty good for Donald Cowboy Cerrone. As of recently, Donald Cowboy Cerrone doesn't even spar with actual opponents. He just does drills and shadow boxing and um, dr- uh, just drills with pads and heavy bags and stuff. He doesn't actually spar with people because he wants to protect his head from being, um, sh- you know, shot at, punched at. And that's actually pretty smart. And as of recently, that's been doing, that's been um, helping him a lot in his fights. But Darren Till, uh, when it comes to striking accuracy, Darren Till has a, has a better accuracy of punches. And um, again, when I say all these things, the margin is just so, so tiny. And just like I said in the beginning, these two are just so similar to each other in terms of fighting style and uh, their, their strength and power. And um, you know what? It will all come down to what will happen on Saturday night. And definitely watch this fight because... You don't know who's going to win because these two guys are so similar. You don't know who's going to win. So that's why you need to watch this fight on Saturday night. All right. All right. So I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that's all the time we're going to have for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO. And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace.